WRW is Portland here on Northern's Top 40 Stakes here with the Felix and Tim Sports Show. This hour of programming is brought to you by Advia Credit Union. Located on 510th Street, Advia Credit Union is committed to advancing lives in our community. To learn more about Advia and experiencing advantages of membership, visit www.adviacu.org or you can call them at 844-238-4228. If you or your company would like to underwrite our station, give us a call at 984-2671, extension 1836. What's up, Wave listeners? I'm Felix. And I'm Tim. And we are back, finally, with our sports show. We told you we'd be back in October. Yep, after a long summer, here we are. I mean, it's good to be back. I don't know. I, I always enjoyed it. I thought our sports shows last year were tons of fun. I was hoping we could do more in the summer, but, you know. Yeah, it didn't really work out the way we wanted to. Things happen. But we're starting back up, and we were actually just talking about what day of the week we were going to start doing them on, and we were thinking Thursdays. So, I mean, if Thursdays work well for you, for you guys, I mean, they work well with us. So I think I think Thursdays are going to be our day. Yeah. All right, well, today for you we're going to be giving an NFL update. Um, we're going to be talking about the just the very start of the NHL season and then the baseball playoffs um, with the wild card games uh, starting off and then the first round which actually has the last game going on tonight. So, kick things off, we'll start off with America's most popular sport, NFL. And before we even get into this, we'll get a little political with all, you know, all the news surrounding the NFL. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, like, you know, the the, the, the main line is, yeah, it's it really hasn't been about the NFL this season a lot. It's been more of, about like oh political is this right is this wrong and i mean everyone has their own opinions on whether players should kneel during the anthem or not and i mean some people are more against it than others and some people are more for it than others but there's always different opinions so you know what what is your opinion on the whole you know taking a kneel during the national anthem uh i i personally i think the whole kneeling issue it's it's for a good cause like the reason why they're doing it is just like it makes sense you know like police brutality um not a real i guess they just feel like the president is way too out of touch with you know the smaller communities and like the lower level people and even like high level athletes like you know steph curry for example is using all all of this you know he's not much it's not really along the lines of kneeling but like using his platform as like a place where others can speak through it and so like kneeling in this case it gives others a platform to you know speak out and show their disbelief so personally i think despite the fact that it kind of disrespects the military which is a huge issue with the whole you know kneeling but I think it's for a good cause, and my, I myself wouldn't be kneeling during the national anthem. But I feel like I feel like it's for a good cause, and that's you know that's okay with me. Uh, I feel like you know the reasoning is there, and yeah, yeah, exactly. You know they have the right to do it for sure, but 
I mean, I think it's just the wrong place, wrong time kind of thing of, like, doing it during the national anthem. Like, I mean, they should just find a way to, like, voice their opinions other than this in front of, you know, thousands, millions of people watching on TV and, you know, during the national anthem, which doesn't, I mean, is no way offensive. Um, I think that it's kind of just the wrong place to do sort of that, like, especially in front of, you know, young kids, stuff like that, and, you know, even military officers, and, you know, they're always standing, they're always saluting the flag, and they have great respect for this country, so, you know, there's that certain level of it is right, but then there's that level of disrespect, and it's all, it's just the way that you look at it kind of thing, and, you know, I think it's okay, but I think maybe even, like, not saying this is really related, but J.J. Watt starting a hurricane relief fund um, for Hurricane Harvey, like, start something like that. Like, if you want to raise money, raise awareness, that's a good way to use your platform to your advantage. Yeah. Not so much kneeling during the national anthem in front of thousands, millions of people. See, there's there's pros and cons towards the kneeling thing, but... We can both agree it's for a good cause. Yeah, it's, just it's wrong, for a good cause. It's the wrong way that they're going through with it, and it's more disrespectful to people than... Yeah, and, and they, they for sure have the right. Yeah. But anyway, getting into the actual NFL news, that is, if you actually watch the NFL, and, I mean, I don't think you'd be listening if you didn't. Hockey or anything. So, we just did the power rankings here. And we'll give you a little update on the Lions, but we'll, we'll start. Probably, we'll we'll get into like more into in depth into the teams like after around the fifteen, the power ranking number fifteen. You know, top fifteen that would that would be a good place to you know go more in depth on the teams. Yeah, the and I mean, the NFL's definitely kind of been a crazy year. You know, do you see teams that shouldn't be where they should be based off last year, and you see teams that are really breaking out. So. We all know who's number one, the 5-0 and Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs are undefeated this year, the only team in the NFL that is undefeated. Um, behind rookie running back Kareem Hunt and veteran quarterback Alex Smith. And really, they've put together a solid offense. You know, no one even, for all you fantasy owners out there, no one knew who Kareem Hunt is. They just kind of took him as the running back from Kansas City and a guy who was a starter. And so far, he has definitely shown up and proven his worth and been an excellent rookie that's literally just taking the lead by storm and could probably go down if he keeps the season up could probably go down as having one of the greatest rookie seasons at all positions at number two we have the four and one eagles with young quarterback carson wentz and a young defense the eagles are rolling starting off with a four to one start in the lead with in the nfl or the nfc east and yeah the eagles are they're a top team, kind of a team that's not expected to be up here, but they've proven themselves. Number three, the 4-1 and one Green Bay Packers. The Packers are getting by with Aaron Rodgers and a well-rounded defense taking the lead in the NFC North. Not much to really say there. Typical Packers that have rivaled the Lions for years. At number four, we have the 3-1 and one Falcons. The Falcons returning from a Super Bowl loss are continue, continuing the success they had from last year with their offense and their Matt Ryan and their young defense. They look to stay hot after their bye week. Number five, the 4-1 and one Panthers. The Panthers barely survived the Lions, winning 27-24 to and staying hot this season, coming off a disappointing season last season, or last year. 
where I think, if I'm correct, that they won five games. So they've already won four. The rookie running back, Christian McCaffrey, provided, I think, as was the spark that they kind of needed on offense. And number six, we have the 3-2 and two Lions. And the Lions lost a close game against the Panthers. And they also lost a close one to the Falcons. But they're a good team, and they have competed with the best teams in the league. And it will be a battle for them and Green Bay for the NFC North. The Lions thrive off their defense, and their offense is high-powered. At number seven, the 3-1 and one Broncos. The Broncos just had their bye week, and they have had their success off great play from young quarterback Trevor Simeon in an amazing defense like what won the Broncos the Super Bowl two years ago. Number eight, we have the 3-2 and two Pats. Actually, this is a surprise because the Patriots are down this low under Tom Brady, but their defense is terrible. They have been hitting it with the injury bug, and as well as taking out their best wide receiver and some key pieces to the offense and defense. At number nine, we have the 2-2 two and two Redskins. The Redskins also had their bye week, and coming off the loss to the Chiefs, the Redskins look to bounce back. Kirk Cousins signed the franchise tag in the offseason and is proving his worth to his well-rounded team, and they are proving themselves to be a good team and battling for the NFC East. At number 10, we've got the 3-2 and two Seahawks. The Seahawks are always proving themselves to be a great team, even though this year hasn't been great to them, and Russell Wilson looks like he is having a bad year. But the defense is making up for that. Number 11, we have the L.A. Rams. Jared Goff is developing in L.A., and the Rams have an average defense that gets them by. Todd Gurley's having an amazing year, and Sammy Watkins is certainly an asset for their developing offense. Number 12, we have the 3-2 and two Bills. We all thought the Bills were something surprising, but last week the Bills proved us all wrong, failing to Cincinnati. The Bills still have assets, but are getting hit with the injury bug as well. On offense and their defense is the sole reason they can, they can put together an average season. The Bills will collapse eventually. At number 13, we have the 3-2 and two Jaguars. Jacksonville destroyed the Steelers last week, proving they're still a good team after the previous week after losing to the Jets in overtime. The Jaguars are also a young team, but unlike some of these elite young teams, they're either a hit or miss each week. Number 14, we have the 3-2 and two Steelers. If Big Ben doesn't start playing well, then the Steelers are doomed because last week they were destroyed. Hopefully they can bounce back, but they're a hit or miss exactly like the Jaguars. At 15, we have the 2-2 two and two Saints. The Saints come off a bye week playing against the Lions, and look, and this matchup looks very uneven. The Saints are playing unbalanced football with a fast-paced offense that can't set up a drive, and it doesn't give time for their defense to rest. And that's partially why they're pretty bad this season. Number 16, we got the 2-3 th- and three Texans. And the Texans put up a good fight Sunday night against the Chiefs, but nothing can really stop the Chiefs. The Texans lost J.J. Watt and linebacker Whitney Mercilius in the locks, and their defense, ranked first last year, is struggling on top of these injuries. Their offense could have found a star in Deshaun Watson, but it's too early to make that call, and DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller, the fifth, back in the, line, or back in the lineup, will look to score plenty of points in the upcoming weeks. At number 17, we have the 3-2 and two Vikings. The Vikings have been on and off with Sam Bradford now in the discussion again. Both Case Keenum and Sam Bradford aren't the best, but Minnesota has been having people step up all year to help the team maintain a positive record. Number 18, we got the 2-3 and three Cowboys. The Cowboys have simply been a disappointment this season behind what we thought was a star backfield is simply crumbling. They have made no games close, but have been falling short due to veteran players on the other teams. Ezekiel Elliott has been playing, has been having too many problems on and off the field to be pro- productive, and Dak Prescott is not good enough right now. The Cowboys have a huge U-turn to get this season back to how it was last season. And number 19, the 2-2 two two Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are a good team, but again it falls down to a hit-or-miss team. 
Jameis Winston is developing into a great quarterback, and they've had Mike Evans and acquired Deshaun Jackson in the offseason. It falls down to the lack of defense sometimes, but it can also be the lack, lack of offense. Like I said, it's either hit or miss. Number 20, we have the 2-3 and three Titans, and the Titans are just a mess. Marcus Mariota got injured, and did you see that hit on Matt Castle last week and their loss to the, to the Dolphins? Something is wrong, or should I say everything. The Titans are good on paper, but simply nothing is coming together or working for them this season. At number 21, we have the 3-2 and two Ravens. Ravens, who have been a hit-or-miss team as well, and that also just sums up the complete NFL season, hit-or-miss. Joe Flacco has been terrible, but also very good at times. He's had an okay running game, but again, no consistency. To be a playoff team, and especially to win the Super Bowl, teams need to be consistent, and that's what these bottom teams lack. Number 22, we got the 2-3 and three Raiders. What is happening to the Raiders? Weren't they good? If you shoot the Raiders, you will see Derek Carr is hurt and EJ Manuel sucked. But that's not the only problem. Oakland's defense has been subpar at best, and their offense lacks weapons no matter what the hype is about it. At number 23, we have the 2-3 and three Bengals. The Bengals have started to turn things around in a good way, winning the last two games in a row and beating the hot Buffalo Bills. We still can't make a conclusion since Andy Dalton can be terrible and they don't have a running game. I think Cincinnati can be shut down pretty easily, and I think they're nowhere near an elite team. Sorry. Number 24, we got the 3-2 and two Jets, a personal favorite of my co-host over here. And the Jets actually have a positive record, but we are about to find out how good they really are when they play the Patriots. The Jets beat the Browns last week a lot closer than the game should have been, and that's not great. Josh McCowan has improved much lately, and their defense hasn't been doing, has been doing good like usual, but they will await the real test. At number 25, we have the 1-4 Bears. Here comes the highest 1-4 team on the list. The Chicago Bears have been so close to winning games, but they just can't pull it off. Looks like rookie Mitchell Trubisky will start for the remainder of the season, and maybe he can turn things around. But for the Bears, it might be a little too late. Number 26, we got the 2-2 two two Dolphins. The Dolphins are relying on Jay Cutler, which on the team wants to do, but surprisingly find themselves at 2-2. Two two. They haven't been the team they were last year, and Jay Ajayi hasn't been the player they needed to be. If he steps up, I think they can be a wild card playoff team. Number 27, the 1 and 4 Chargers. The Chargers shouldn't be 1 and 4. Honestly, they've been a good team, but the power rankings can't put them higher because of their record. Melvin Gordon has been having himself an amazing season, and Phillip Rivers has been doing good for himself. It's just that they can't put together a win for them or their team. It's disappointing, but I can say a lot of it can fall onto the defense. At number 28, we got the 2 and 3 Cardinals. And the Cardinals. I've had a disappointing season due to an early injury to running back David Johnson and Carson Palmer's disappointing season. The Cardinals just signed Adrian Peterson, so maybe he can turn things around for them, but I doubt it. The Cardinals have just not been good at all this year, and I have no idea what they could do to get better. Number 29, we have the 2-3 and three Colts. The Colts have had some quarterback issues that, could be solved, that need to be solved surrounding cor- and quarterback Andrew Luck, and they just can't put together a team. The Colts have Jacoby Brissett who is okay, and the rest is history. Sorry, Colts fans, but you'll probably have about five wins. And for our last three rankings, we have the 0-5 Giants, the 0-5 49ers, and the 0-5 Browns. There's not really much else to talk about. Odell is out, snapped his ankle. The Browns are the Browns, and the 49ers just can't pull together a win. Yeah, but talking about the Lions here, moving kind of quickly through the power rankings onto the Lions, the Lions look like better than usual, and they've been progressing every year and each year. It's just now that they've lost the last two, we're kind of scared about them. But you have to look at their last two opponents. 
So they played the four and one Panthers and the three and one Falcons, and you can't be mad about those two losses because the Lions lost by it was one score games in both of them, and the Falcons it came down to a rule, which is very typical for the Lions, and that's been proven literally every single time by having Calvin Johnson literally make up a rule and all of that just garbage. But I mean, this one was actually legitimate. Like they called under review. The clock should have still been running, but um, the clock, they had to do a 10-second runoff because that's just the rules. That's always been the rules, and it just so happened that the Lions only had eight seconds, and they had no shot at winning the game again. But they'll go against the New Orleans Saints this coming Sunday, as we mentioned earlier, and they look to improve to 4-2, and two, which will be very good for the Lions, and you know they still have two games against the Packers. That's true. So they could possibly take the, uh, the league the lead there for the NFC and you know they could put together a really good team possibly win the division instead of just going in at that wild card spot for the playoffs which I think is good for Lions fans and we've always had to play hard teams in the playoffs but maybe this year we'll actually get a pretty easy team and maybe we'll cruise through the first few rounds and maybe you know this is our final year like our last year we've waited to get to the Super Bowl or maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe but it's not. Who knows? We're the Lions. Anything's possible. That was our NFL portion of the show, and we will be transitioning into the NHL power rankings as well as our typical Red Wings update because, you know, why not? We'll talk about a little bit of the news around the league as well as the new Las Vegas team. There's a lot of speculation going around that and – a lot of hype coming up with it, you know. A lot of news surrounding Vegas, especially after the incident. Yeah, the incident we've talked about numerous times on our station, numerous days in a row. So, keep it here if you, you know, keep it going. We got a whole Honestly, we, 40 minutes left. We got Yeah, we got 40 minutes left, you know. We're going to be going all out. We're probably going to have a couple arguments along the NFL or the NHL section because that's always how it goes. But, you know. If you're interested in that, and if you like, if you like, you know, hearing about it, feel free to call us at 984-2671, extension 1836. Yep, and maybe we can tally your opinion, and one of us will go over and grab the phone. Yeah, and I promise. We, we we'll answer you. We'll we'll try to put you on air somehow, but right now that's not possible. Yeah. Well, that will be like later in the year. So we'll just we'll just relay your information. Yeah. So, again, if you need to know that number, that's 984-2671, which is probably our Northern's phone number. So you call Northern, and the extension is 1836. That's to call the radio station. That will go directly to our room. So So, give us a call or, you know, keep keep looking at our website and stuff like that. We'll have more information just a little bit later. Here's our little commercial break. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I do the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. This public service announcement is brought to you by WRW 91.9 FM, The Wave. 
Here at 91.9, we play today's hottest hits that you don't want to miss. So keep riding the wave. This hour of music has been brought to you by Autocraft, located on 4854 24th Avenue, Fort Crash, Michigan. Autocraft, across from Walmart. We are the shop where the owners are the ones who fix your car. If you or your company would like to underwrite our radio station, call 984-2671, extension 1836. We are back. Yeah, they. I heard that phone number again, if you'd like to call us. We're trying to figure out the mics. I don't think we'll get it set up. I'll have to ask Andrew, which is like the guy who knows everything, where to plug him in because there's like we have a little soundboard here, and I have no idea. Yeah, we're we're more trying to fix the headphones because uh, the headphones they're broke. I mean, you call them mics, so like we're trying to (laughs) we're trying to plug in the headphones so we can hear ourselves talk because you know kind of we're kind of just winging it right now. But I think we're doing good. I think we're fine. Yeah, I. We don't I don't really, think it's that much of a difference. We don't really need them, but it's just nice to have. I don't know. I like having it. Yeah. So you can hear yourself. We'll figure that out soon. But uh, we are back, so we're going to be talking about the NHL. And we got the power rankings right here. I say we start from the bottom up, because that makes okay. a little bit more sense to me. And you gotta, it. Then you got to wait to you're the number one. Okay. We can start out with disappointment. Yep. Well, Ooh. we're going we're gonna to basically just... Get right to it. And these were, actually, these are very, very recent. They came out today. Oh, I found the ones from yesterday. Yeah, they so these ones came the out ones today, today after the uh, after the first official week of hockey. After so that. it has all the current records, all that stuff. And yes. teams have definitely, like, I looked at your list and yeah. compared it to this yeah. one, and it's definitely a little different. Um, what's it say? Ve- Vegas jumped up, like, ten spots or something yeah. like that. So and that's really cool. That's cool to see. Yeah, New Jersey was another one. They jumped up 11. Yeah, I, I saw that. So. New Jersey was, like, very, very low. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the teams stayed a lot of the same. And surprisingly, Pittsburgh's pretty low, but you'll find out where they are. Yep. Keep it here, though. So right now we're going to be starting with number 31, and that is the Arizona Coyotes. Their record is 0-2-1. Arizona underwent a significant renovation this summer, bolstering its young core with a new coach, Rick Toche, starting goaltender, Antti Ranta, and number one center, Derek Stepan. Sometimes it takes a little while to get used to the new furniture before you can appreciate it. So obviously that just means give them some time. Yeah, Arizona just, I feel like we've been saying give it some time. But at least we're showing that they're doing something. Like a new coach, they probably get a new coach every year, but That's I true. don't really keep up with Arizona because they're always just that team that you're like, oh, yeah, they're at the bottom. I wonder who's the worst team. And Arizona surprisingly isn't the worst team. Like, they weren't the worst team last year. And was the worst team last year? The worst team last year is Colorado. Yep, that's right. And they have, like, ekman Larson at defense. Like, he's a good young player, but they really just don't have a lot going for him right now. Number 30, we have the Buffalo Sabres, which are the same record as the Arizona Coyotes. The overall results haven't been fantastic through these three games, but the Sabres have a legitimate young superstar to build around in Zach Eichel. The league's third lowest even strength points. They are, you know, skidding. Yeah. And hopefully they'll turn it around soon because... You know, Eichel is a very good player, and oh, he signed a huge sure. contract. For sure, he's a skilled player. He's got to kind of 
stinky team though it's just kind of about their defensive core their goalie they haven't had a great goalie since ryan miller and even ryan miller didn't do much in buffalo i think he took another playoffs once but buffalo hasn't had any recent success and for the next couple we're gonna skip ahead a little bit so we can get going faster and have a little bit more time to talk so i'm i'm basically just going to be telling you guys rankings and records from here and so at number 29 we have vancouver and they are 1-0-1 Number 28, we have the Panthers with the same record, 1-0-1. We haven't lost. Yeah, they haven't, haven't lost. even played that much. I know. So this is this is interesting how they're doing this. And we have number 27, we have San Jose, who's actually 0-2-0. and yeah, but San, San Jose's good. Yeah, they are San good. San Jose is good they're players. Just, they're just having a rough start, which is fair. Number 26, we got the Islanders, which they are 1-2-1. and See, they played four games. These other teams have played two. And it's been a week. That is That's got to be a boring first week if your hockey team just plays two games. Detroit played three at least. That is weird. Number 25, we got Boston, which is 1-2-0. and Winnipeg, same record. Dallas, same record. Montreal, 1-3-0. and 1-3. And they're 22nd. Wow. I don't know. Montreal, that that's kind of questionable because... I don't, see them, I don't see them being a very strong team this year. They used to be, I, but... Yeah, but they also traded away their future. Who? Well, Weber? No, well, they or traded for PK? Weber. PK, yeah. Yeah, they traded away PK Subban. Yeah, he should have been the future of the Canadians, but, you know. I Nashville did great without Shea Weber, even though they never thought they would. I honestly think that it's just they're still, like, they've made the playoffs and been consistent, but they're just kind of overrated just because, like, Carey Price is getting old. You have to realize that. He's... Been in the league for a good, like, seven, eight years. Oh, yeah, our computer's just black screen, so that kind of confused me. But, yeah, Carey Price is just, I don't know, he's getting up there. Like, he's not the amazing goalie he used to be. He's just, he's still a consistent goalie. It's just he's not the best. Um, Next up we have, I'll do the next few. The Minnesota Wild are 0-1-1, another team that's played a total of two games. Number 20, the Nashville Predators, 1-2. We'll this stop is, talking this, about yeah, this. This is where we're going. But, okay, think about it. So, Nashville, I mean, it's kind of obvious that they'd be like this because Nashville was a wild card team in the playoffs. Remember that? They went up against Chicago in the first round. And... Anything's possible. I mean, they aren't doing that well. It's still the beginning of the season, so it's not like we can make any predictions for anything right now. Because, like, who cares if you go 1-2? and two? You might end up going 80-2. and two. But, like, they're just low on this list because their record so far in three games and because they were, like, the worst team going into the playoffs. And then they literally proved everyone wrong. So that's why we were, like, so surprised. That's true. Number 19, we got the New York Rangers, who are also... Or they're actually one three and zero, which is you know the very surprising. surprising, but still four games in, and I mean they're like the same team as like Nashville, like kind of come in at the bottom, don't well, do anything really great. I see New York as being a top tier team most of the like every year. I don't see them going very far in the playoffs. I think Lundqvist is just getting really old too. Oh no, for sure. Like honestly, I feel like he's kind of hit that point where like he's still a solid goaltender. Like this is where I thought Mark. Andre Fleury was, but 
obviously not, you know, with Vegas. But, you know, I feel like he just needs to get back. They need to, you know, figure out their goaltending situation and just, you know, get a little bit younger, younger core behind Lundqvist. Yeah, and he's still consistent. You definitely don't want to For get sure. rid of no, him. Sure. Um, the number 18, Philadelphia Flyers, 2-2. Two and two. I mean, they're a good team. Um, Coast Bears back. Yeah, and he, Gostenbrier, however you pronounce his name, is a very good young defenseman, kind of out of nowhere. And then they, like Wayne Simmons, has had a good season so far, and maybe Philadelphia's putting together something that we never saw coming. I feel like they can they can go pretty far. At number 17, we got the Ottawa Senators, who are 1-0-2, so they are, the only, they are one of the few undefeated teams. Well, at least in regular, you know, they they have points on the board without losing. They haven't lost in regulation. Regulation, that's the word I was looking for. And they still have Eric Carlson, stuff like that. To uh, he's one one of the best players in the league. Yeah, it's clear they should be all right. Always has been, and they have veteran players like Bobby Ryan, stuff like that. Which they, you know, they were another playoff team that was like, what are they doing in the Eastern Conference Finals? But they proved themselves, and they should have never made the playoffs in the beginning. But, hey, they went pretty far, and now they're pretty high on the list. Yeah. I mean, below below 500, but it, they played three games. Also, they're below number 16, Detroit Red Wings, who are 2-1-0. Yeah, so basically dead even here. I mean, I guess... 500 in the league, I just guess, under half. Yeah, I guess Jimmy Howard is he's stepping up. And, Has uh, he started every single game? This so what far? it's it's what it's saying so far. I mean, I didn't is, know they're calling it. This is bounce back season. I guess okay, that does make sense if Howard would start because that backs up the decision of hey, we put a Mrazic on the market yeah. because we don't want to play him for some reason. That was insane for me. So I guess they're kind of making more sense and like we're like hey, look hey. Jimmy Howard's playing and he's playing good. So I don't know if the Red Wings knew something that we didn't. Number fifteen. We have the New Jersey Devils, 3-0-0. The only reason they're not any higher is because of last year, and they had such a terrible year last year. And who knows? And Maybe it will fall downhill from here. But yeah, but I so see, far I see good. a lot of promise in their young players. Like, obviously, Nico and you got Pavel Zaka's coming up, right? He's, yeah, he's, he's back playing. out of the D or whatever it is, the AHL. He... They they got many promising young players. Corey Schneider, obviously proven goalie in the league. I I think they can do. I think they've finally done what New Jersey needs to do and stop being old. Like they have a core, having literally yeah. Marty Broder and like they kind of just took a slow time to move on. Like we're seeing with the Red Wings right now. Like we never got rid of Chris Chelios, and that was like the start of it. We never got rid of him. We didn't get rid of Dadsuk. We didn't get. We're still not getting rid of Zetterberg. It's kind of like you want to hang on to that dynasty of 25 playoff appearances. Exactly. But guess what? Exactly. It's over now. You need to get over it and basically kind of start over. The only player that can actually still do that is Yager. Because people still respect Yager. And he yeah, still can carry teams. Not really carry anymore. As it's a just 40 kind year of old person, be an asset. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, he's a good asset on the team. Anyway, though, let's get to number 14. We got number 14. We got Carolina. They bounced up. Probably a lot from last year. It's been somewhat of an inauspicious start for the team. Many thought it would take a big step forward this season, but, you know, on the bright side, 
Canes are playing a gentlemanly game this season, being whistled for the league's fewest minor penalties thus far, with only 12 minutes. Yeah, I know that's exactly what number 15 New Jersey is definitely not doing. I know last night I listened to the game, they had nine penalties, but still scored a five-on-three goal shorthanded, and that's pretty rare. I don't think I would ever hear that again. Anyway, though, number 13, the worst team in the league last year, coming back and coming in at number 13, Colorado Avalanche. My boys. And with a summer with Matt Duchesne drama and all that stuff, the Avs are actually 3-1. and one. Two so, on the road. Yeah, not bad for the Avs starting off under a new coach. Honestly, I feel like the league every year in the NHL kind of shuffling coaches. Yeah, for sure. I but I feel I, like there's like five or six just new coaches. And like, say a league like the NFL, you never see that. It's like Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. That's the thing forever. NHL, NBA, new coaches every year. The coaches, I feel like, don't matter that much. I feel like they matter even less in the NBA. Especially, well, you know, on teams like, you know, the Cavaliers, where you don't need a coach. You don't, yeah. You have LeBron James. Like, exactly. the players are the coaches. Speaking about a player that could be a coach, at number 12, we got Calgary Flames, and they are 3-1-0. and that coach player is Yarmir Yager, age 45. And I'm he pretty sure his, he's older than the youngest coach in the league, which is John Hines. He's made his the Devils. He made his debut Wednesday night, and he'll try to defy his age again this season. He racked up a respectable 46 points last year in his 23rd NHL season, this being his 24th. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. 46 points <laughs> is, you know, a lot. On most teams, I mean, on a young team like Calgary, I feel like he's gonna. He's it's gonna like be the, a it's like team. the move with Patrick Marlowe in Toronto. That's he's a good move. He's, he's a, a good great. veteran person. This is, that's great. Like honestly, that's a great. Move. Number eleven, the Anaheim Ducks, two one and one. The Ducks are doing well, and what can you expect from key players like Sammy Vatanen and Hampus Lindholm? And I mean, they also have Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff. They're most definitely going to make the playoffs, even this early. I I wouldn't be safe to make an assumption that, or I would be pretty safe making it an assumption that Anaheim will make the playoffs. And at number 10, we got the feel-good story of the league, that being the Vegas Golden Knights, 3-0-0. The Knights are obviously feel-good story in sports. Plus, they're fun to watch, and they're not. We're not just talking about Cirque du Soleil intermission acts and glowing dark drum lines. James Neal is on pace for 137 goals. Wow. Honestly, I feel like they're going to have a good team this year. Mark Andre yeah. Fleury was a good pickup. Despite what we thought, and despite you know literally what the GM was doing, which is rebuilding for the next few years, gaining draft picks. Vegas is kind of proving themselves. And, you know, those guys in the locker room are not like, oh, we just signed draft picks, so let's suck this year. Like, they're still going out there and playing. And, you know, some people might be shortcutting, shortchanging Vegas. So, I mean, they're not a team to mess around with, I don't know, being 3-0-0. Number nine, we have Tampa Bay Lightning, 2-1 and after giving up Ben Bishop in the offseason. Um, you know, they look still look like a pretty good team with Vasilevsky in net. He came in and was a good backup for Ben Bishop, so I don't see any problem with Tampa Bay. Me either. Number eight, we got Edmonton, 2-1-2. Two, two. McDavid one, is two one and two, or one, two, one, and one. Two and one. My bad. My mistake. McDavid is obviously one of the best players in the league. Don't expect their record to be this low for the rest of the year. And, yeah, definitely Edmonton's a young team. 
probably hit or miss, hot and cold. Yeah. Number seven, the Los Angeles Kings, 2-0-1. Another team that hasn't lost in regulation. Jonathan Quick leads the defense like he does in most years, and Anze Kopitar is the star there. Nothing new in L.A. Obviously. Just the same old players having the same old success that they usually have. Number six, we got Columbus, who are 2-1-0. Uh, Panarin, he was brought over f- from Chicago in one of the summer's highest-profile trades, and he hasn't missed a beat with his new team. He's logging three assists through three games, and honestly, they're going to do good just like they did last year. Yeah, Columbus is the surprise of the league every year, and maybe they'll do it again this year. Number five, the Pittsburgh Penguins. They are 2-1-1, one, and one. no surprise here. They were a little lower on the other power ranks. I saw that they were 10 so Pittsburgh kind of jumped up, but, I mean, where would you put the defending cup champs? I mean, they did lose players, but they're still playing Obviously still at a high, li- they're still, high level. They're still top five. Number four, we got St. Louis, who they are undefeated completely with four wins. And this is the second time in franchise history. And even better, their scoring is balanced with five players at two-plus goals already. Honestly, this is... This is a great year. Tarasenko, fantastic player. St. Louis. St. Louis Blues, they're just a fantastic team. And number three, we have the Washington Capitals. Alex Ovechkin's cooled off after his first two games, scoring hat-tricks in both of them. Jeez. But he's on pace for 164 goals. It's hard to find a weakness in a team like Washington, especially having the league's goalies, the most wins by a goalie in the league last year, and then having, like, Backstrom and... Uh, Ovechkin and TJ Oshie on your first line. It's pretty hard to beat. Uh, obviously. And at number two, we got Chicago. They're 3 0 oh, and 1. And Chicago brought the brand back together. And here they are. They're the same old team. It's just as good as they were last year. You know, Hopefully, you they can just get playoff success. Yeah, and hopefully, well, actually, as Wings fans, let's just hope they don't have any playoff success. And number one, we have the Toronto Maple Leafs. And Toronto is 3-1 and one after losing last night to New Jersey. But the Maple Leafs still retain that number one spot. Um, they've had their win against the Blackhawks. And, you know, they've literally beat already some of the best teams in the league. Quality wins. 19 people have at least one point on their team, so that means it's not just superstars. That's it's a, all of them. That's a quality team. Quality wins. Young team. Yeah. Hope you know honestly, you just hope to see they do great for the rest of the year because that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. I know they have it in them. And since we had someone not directly call in, but I got I saw a little direct message pop up from Chris Longo. <laughs> he said, "Yup, to the Leafs taking that number one spot. Give me a heart now. I'll give them some love. The Leafs will be good to years to come and." I would definitely see them up there in the next few years as well as this year. Give them a little applause. Yeah, you're definitely wrong. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, is that what you mean? Do you have a different opinion? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I love the Leafs. They're great. I hope to see them do good for the rest of the season. They're one of my favorite teams to watch. Anyway, Detroit plays the Coyotes tonight at 10 o'clock. So it's out of Arizona for sure. They beat Ottawa in a shootout which never happened last season because they could never win shootouts, it seemed like. And their first games, they beat Minnesota in their home opener at Little Caesars Arena. And they also, yeah, that, that was their three games there. I'm 
getting a little too carried away. There's only been a few games played. Lost to the Stars Tuesday night, 4-2. to two. That was their first loss. So hopefully Detroit can pick it up against the Coyotes, the worst team in the power rankings. I think they'll be okay tonight. So if you want to hear about playoff baseball coming up next, keep it here at 91.9. It's important to buckle up your kids. I know. Sometimes car seats can be complicated. I know. And if your child's in the wrong seat and you get into a crash. I know. It could lead to a serious injury. I know. So you're 100% sure you have the right car seat for your child's age and size? I don't know. Don't think you know. Know you know. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Make sure you have the right car seat. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This public service announcement has been brought to you by WRW 91.9 FM The Wave. Keep the party going with 91.9 FM The Wave. What's up, Wave listeners? I am Felix. And I'm Tim. And we are back with the final section of our talk show here. The first of many throughout this year. Even more. Yeah, obviously. We're going to have tons this year. We're going to probably look to do it almost every week. And if not, then we'll go back to bi-weekly. But I think we we got it in us. We can do it once a week. That'd be fine. Yeah, and and some dates might shift up. I don't think we'll ever do like a Friday-Monday kind of thing. But it it (laughs) might be like Thursday, and then we'll get you updated on the station if it's changing like tuesday or wednesday or something like that yeah felix will be on air during sixth hour and i'll be on air during fifth hour so that'll be between like around you know 1 30 and up until 2 30 at least actually no from like 12 30 until 2 30 so we'll have multiple well multiple hours where we can get the news out and if you really want to you know keep up with our station um you can Go on our website, www.fm.weebly.com, and that's where you can find everything. It's literally so easy. The website is actually very nice. Um, we used it ourselves the other day, actually. Yeah, and, you know, it's quick little tabs. You can go to the TV from our radio website. It's very easy to navigate, very easy to find out what's coming up in the radio station, what we're doing, um, things like that, what we're trying to improve. And we're always trying to improve and get better here at WRW. And, but more specific to this show, you can find our podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. I don't really know what they're titled. That's new this year. I think, but, that's, yeah, I well, think that's really cool. You can catch our podcast on f- for free on iTunes or Google Play Music. You can, it can also, be found, also be found on our website www.fm.weebly.com backslash podcast so I'm guessing there's a podcast tab but you can go there and I'm sure it can be easy navigation it'll probably take you right to Google Play right to iTunes and you can download it on your phone from there in case you ever miss us in case you want to hear about the latest news since it's going to be weekly a lot smaller stories and that will like there will probably be some weird sports stories that we don't even know what the sport is but We'll have to do our research, and we'll try to do our best to fumble our way through announcing cricket or something for 15 minutes. Hey, and I mean, hey, if you guys want updates, you can always check us out on our social media pages, which are, it's WRW91POINT9, and that's the same for our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So you can check us out. I know they do Twitter updates whenever we go live, and if you want to see some like behind-the-scenes, obviously that's going to be on our Instagram. I don't know. What do we do with our Facebook? 
You ever like checked out our Facebook? I've never page? looked at our Facebook. Yeah, mostly most of our stuff is done on like Instagram, Twitter, and yeah. obviously Weebly, and then soon to be Google Play podcasts and such. Because this is going to be our first one. I yeah, and we honestly, uh, there's a lot of people doing more podcasts. It's not just our sports show. So you know, be tuned. Just keep in the know here at the Wave. We got a lot of people. We got a lot of staff members that are really you know doing some cool things with the station. And we're always trying to find ways to be the best station we can be. You know, we're only a bunch of high schoolers here, and there's only so much we can do, but we do our best to try to improvise, do, you know, all this different kind of stuff. We've been covering the Northern football games. We've been making TV packages. we got a little TV here at Northern. You can find those on YouTube. And we've just been trying to do our best, get around the area, all that. So just try to keep in the know you know beyond our little sports show and beyond what you hear um besides like music and um you know us on air throughout the day so just you know try to do your best to not like begging for like please appreciate us but i mean we're doing the best that we can for you guys and to make the station as creative and innovative as we can yeah and plus we want to we want to hear from you guys so if you guys want to like tweet us or you know obviously call in at 984-2671 extension 1836 we're going to start figuring out ways you know to put you on air like to yeah. get the calls on air so you guys can actually and we do yourselves. appreciate feedback even if it is bad or even if it is you know something that's definitely going to change up the whole system if it's something we need to do and we'll you know we take everyone's opinions into account because we don't get a lot so i mean it's always nice when you know someone when you guys go and vote on our polls on twitter and stuff like that yeah, we're only getting like twenty votes, you know, but it's still it's a, it's cool. It's cool. It's yeah, like, it's definitely cool, cool to like reach out. It gives us more stuff to talk about in the air and gives us an opportunity to be more creative. It just lets us connect with you guys, which you know, and we, especially we do this for you guys. Even get that little message from Chris, you know, that just shows he was listening. Yeah, so. or like you, you get like little Snapchat That's videos nice. of us on air, and you know, it's it's cool. So, just keep it here at ninety one nine, and you know, hopefully, we're a good enough station to where you want to listen to us and you know our, our music doesn't always suck it's pretty good it's all right I, I like our music yeah we, we keep it pretty pretty fresh yeah we keep it updated and that falls on to lauren she's the music director but i know she does a good job so you got any questions can't blame everything on her yeah. <laughs> anyway kicking it back off for our final little section here gonna be talking about probably the most important thing in sports right now and probably the most thing that people are watching is actually the baseball playoffs and you know baseball is you know obviously one of the top four sports here in the u.s to watch it's such a long long season that people just don't watch until the playoffs and And people do that with nba and nhl like there's no way you can keep up with every single game that's why i don't play fantasy stuff see the the way I keep up with it, not being a hardcore baseball fan myself, is I keep up with the Tigers by knowing when I'm going to get the free nuggets at McDonald's. If they score the six runs, you know, you can go in, take your app out, you get the free six piece. Yeah, I, heard they're, I heard they're not doing that. They're not that. doing that ever again. No, I, I know they're never doing that again. But, you know, I just think that that's a cool way to get, you know, not real sports fans involved in the sport. And I just, I just think it's cool. I like that. I think it's beyond sports too it's like just to get your area involved yeah it's cool like it you know, just to know what's happening when detroit yeah. sports and i love Michigan it when sports. i hear stuff like when i go watch espn or something i love it when i hear like articles or 
you know, news things on, like, TV of how, like, sports are a lot more than sports. And I could talk about this for a full hour, but, I mean, it's about, like, you know, playing sports as a kid, not even professional sports. It's about, like, the friendships you make, about the connections you make, about the people that you meet through coaches. I know, like, my dad has coached some of my teams, my soccer teams, my football teams, and, you know, he's friends with some of the parents today, and we're good family friends. So, I mean, it's just much more, and it gives you that platform. Like we said with kneeling in the NFL, it gives you that platform. It wouldn't be recognized if it was anywhere else. Yeah. But it's such that huge platform that you have such an impact on the world. Every decision that you make and everything you say is going into account, and that's why these athletes have to be so careful. And that's, like, see, I totally agree with you. Like, it's way way more than sports because, like, almost 90% of my friends have been met through some sort of sport. Like, at school, during recess, I'd play soccer, and i meet all my friends running around, you know, that's the kind of people I would hang out with. And, like, you know, 90% of my friends are on my soccer team. My girlfriend, I met her through soccer. It's, like, it's it's bigger. It's bigger than just sports. Yeah. Like, it's it's my life. Like, I, get to, I got to visit a college that contacted me for soccer. And, like, I'm in love with it. Like, it's the perfect fit. I don't even want to play soccer anymore after that. But, like, it's opened up opportunities for me to, you know... I got to go tour the school for free. I got to meet the coaches, meet the teachers, talk to admissions counselors, you know, stuff like that. It's just, I just think it's sports just has opened up tons of opportunities for me. And like, I, t- I completely recommend it to anyone else. It, it can, it can change your life. I, d- I just think it's great. Yeah. But, all right, we'll get to the, the real thing. The pros possibly on the biggest stage of their lives. In the playoffs, you know, playoffs is definitely a rare thing in sports. And especially in baseball, these games are crazy. The wild card games, a winner take all, you get one playoff game that you literally play, and it's a win or loss to fight for the World Series. I mean, that's probably the most nervous you ever can be. I don't care if it's game seven of the World Series. Just a winner take all, just going into the game knowing that that's if we lose, we don't even get a chance. That is so cool. <laughs> so like the Yankees that. went up against the Minnesota Twins in the very first wild card game. His teams came into the postseason not the best, but still hot. They face off in a winner take all wild card game in the American League series. Both teams would score three runs in the first, with homers coming from Brian Dozier, Eddie Rosario, and Didi Gregorius, which two of them are from the Indians. One of them is from the Yankees being Gregorius. The Yankees would take a 4-3 lead, taking the lead in the second, but the Twins would tie it right back up in the third. This looked like it was going to be a battle, but after the pitchers started to change, then the Yankees started to pull away and ended up winning the game 8-4. to The Twins didn't hit well in, the, in that game, and their pitching wasn't the best. And in those one-game series, the wildcard games, really anything can happen. And one mistake can determine your whole playoff run. The Yankees go on to face this or not last year's champs. I made a little typo. The Cubs were last year's champs. The Cleveland Indians won two years ago. So they would go on to face, you know, still a top team in the Cleveland Indians. For sure. And they were in the postseason last year. But on the other side of the diamond there, the other side of the league, Diamondbacks and the Rockies went off in their wild card game. This game was very uneven, and it looked like a blowout on paper, even though it wasn't that bad of a game. 
Diamondbacks would take a 6 nothing lead after Jeez. three innings, oh but the Rockies came back instantly, scoring four runs in the fourth to make it significantly closer. Scoring didn't resume until the last three innings, which Arizona managed to score one more run in each inning than Colorado. The Diamondbacks would win 11-8 and go on to face the L.A. Dodgers. And now the more recent, the divisional series, the Yankees against the Indians. The Indians took a 2 nothing series lead, and the final game, Game 5, was played last night. I caught a little bit of it. And the Indians took a 2 nothing series lead, early game, or, or took an early lead, winning the first two games and winning the second game in a 13-inning matchup that ended in a 9-8 victory for the Indians. The Yankees were optimistic after the loss, though, and some social media posts said, you know, the greatest were never, I think it was by Gary Sanchez, he said the greatest never, like, gave up or something like that or like came back sometimes and they they did come back. They won the next game one to nothing in a great pitching battle between Tanaka and Miller. Then the Yankees won the next two games, winning seven to three and five to two last night. The Yankees win the series of five three to two and they will go on to face the Astros, who will talk about their first round series right here. So in, in that series, the Astros played the Red Sox, and the Flaming Astros killed the Red Sox, taking the series 3-1. to one. The game's first two games, the Astros won 8-2 to two both times. The Red Sox crushed them at Fenway in a game 3-10-3, and the final game went into the ninth inning, and the Sox scored one, but it was one too short as they fell to the Astros 6-5. to five. Chris Sale was let down in the game one, and because they got off of the wrong foot, it's hard to start from behind in a five-game series. Personally, I, I don't really like the system. I mean, the one-card wild-card games are fun. Yeah. But it doesn't really give anyone a chance to prove how good they are. Like, what if you just made that one mistake? It's an off game, and then it's over. Uh, yeah. You have, you have one chance. And it kind of sucks. Like, especially even in these five-game series, I think they should be at least seven throughout the whole thing. Because once you get to the World Series, it's seven. So, I mean, why not? I mean, maybe the wild-card series be five. But yet again, they don't want to extend the postseason, so I kind of get where they're coming from. Yeah, it's just kind of like you played 150 some odd games. Why don't you just play seven game series now? Like why? Why are we trying to shorten the games now? I feel like every every show we always try to change the the stuff. Like our last show, we tried to change the standings for the NHL. We were talking about the like uh, the divisions, and now we're trying to change. Oh, they're still the uneven. Yeah, the no, they're still they're one. completely uneven. No, I agree. But, like, I feel like we're always trying to change something. It's, it's cool. I like that. Anyway, the Dodgers on the other side, the Dodgers played the Diamondbacks, who came off that wild card win. The Dodgers swept the Diamondbacks, proving that they really are the best team in the major leagues. Dodgers won each game by two runs or more and really have proven themselves as the best team all year. Not much has to be said about the Dodgers. They are a very legitimate team and could easily end up in the World Series. Sure. And for our last series, we got the Nationals and the Cubs. And the Nationals and the Cubs faced off in a great postseason battle. Both of these teams have proven themselves, but the Cubs seem like the better postseason team. Game 5 is tonight at 8 p.m., and both teams have shut out the other team in a game, and the other games have been relatively close. Last game ended 5 to nothing in the Nationals' favor. Kyle Hendricks is pitching tonight for the Cubs, and the Nationals are still undecided. Tune in to TBS to catch this game tonight at 8 p.m. And for our final little minute and 40 we have these little buttons. I guess we'll tell you about them. We can like press them, and they get like preset voices. We didn't really use them much today, but we always have our thinger 
You know exactly what button I'm talking about. Yep. This is the kudos of the day. So I the kudos of the day. Is it day or maybe we should change the week? I, yeah, we should do the we should change it to the week. But yeah, kudos of the week goes to drum roll. Drum roll. What is that? I don't know. Look at the paper. Okay. <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs. Just their whole team? Whole team. It really impressive. You know, obviously, I could say the same for Vegas, but, you know, I feel like Vegas is going to be a great team this year. But Toronto, Toronto is a fantastic team, and I can't wait to watch the rest of the season unfold. Same with Vegas, though. And if I want to give the kudos to one singular player, I would have to give it to Yarmir Yager. 24 seasons. I think this is his 24th season. That's, I don't think I could ever do that. I feel like we should have like the, uh, the ending music to like uh, around the horn or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. kind of like the whole. And we take the paper and we ball it up and toss. Well, it. I'm just saying, like for that little kudos of the week, just a good note to end it on. But anyway, you can catch our show next week. Hopefully, it'll be on Thursday again. But we'll be back same time as usual, three to four after school ends, and hope to see you there. Thanks for tuning in this week. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, Good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This public service announcement has been brought to you by WRW 91.9 FM, The Wave. Keep on listening to 91.9 FM The Wave before you're here on Schools Update and more of today's rockin' hits.